Hi, and welcome to the World Networking Podcast. Today in a different form, we're coming to you with a shorter podcast. It's going to be our Philosophical Detours series. This is going to be the first one in that series, and I have a special guest with me tonight. The one and only Cosmar from my Fools Will Persist community server. Cosmar. Hello. Glad to have you. Oh, well. Hey, you asked, I'm here. <laughs> well, he's our dungeon master for the D&D group, lead in that group. And he's been committed to some community projects lately. And I figured this would be the perfect time to connect and bring him on the show. And we have some philosophy we're bringing to you tonight. I myself will be starting off this series. I was looking at something to talk on. I, I know some philosophy out there uh, that I prefer that I, I, I've studied into, but deontology. I, I think it's deontology. It's D-E-O-N-T-O-L-O-G-Y. And I'll make sure to post all this information in our comments. Any quotes that we make from direct sources to will be in our description. We're going to try to keep that consistent with this series. So you have something clear to work off of your own discussions from if you'd like to further your knowledge on different quotes and different individuals talked about. But for me, deontology stood out strikingly similar to some philosophies I've had experience with, but it's different. It's almost like it's hard to describe, but but one of the descriptions I found here, let me pull it back up. An ethical theory that uses rules to distinguish right from wrong. So it's it, it has a lot to do with the universal moral laws, such as don't lie, don't steal, don't cheat. Um, and, and I guess that's the part where, of course, I saw a universal meaning in that. But what really stood out to me was like looking around. I found this quote. And this is by Immanuel Kant. Uh, Deontology is when you let a bunch of people die in order not to kill someone. The more people you let die, the more deontologer you are. So that's a big word, my friend. That's a big word. Yeah. Points that I find interesting with deontology that stuck out for me was the, the abruptness to it. You know, it it's very duty purpose, which is similar to stoicism in a degree. Stoicism states the, the fact of, you know, Hey, you're part of this planet. You're part of societies like to, to be an active member of those, you have to actively work towards understanding how to fill those roles. And if you're not, going in a direction that you're comfortable and confiding with, then you're, you're kind of working against the nature of yourself. And a perfect example of this is Epictetus had a quote, and he's one of the old uh, Greek Stokes, and he said, no man is free who is not master of himself. And if you look at that kind of thought process with deontology, where you're duty-focused, you can see how they're similar, but if you're not the master of yourself in those situations, if you're truly not happy 
you know, letting those people quote unquote die um, to to prove your point to to get to your to fulfill your duty. Are you really the master of yourself? Or are you taking on a responsibility that you've generated from your facilitating of ideas and and conceptualizations from both nature and man around you? And that's that's the part that really stuck out to me. And to tie off my point, I have two more quotes from Epictetus that that really strike and 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 compare these two in a raw manner. Uh, if anyone tells you that a certain person speaks ill of you, do not make excuses about what is said of you, but answer, he was ignorant to my other faults, else he would have not mentioned these alone. And that's from Epictetus again. The other one uh, is from Encuridian. <laughs> That word is so hard for me to say every time, but it's one of uh, one of the texts. And he says, people are not disturbed by things, but by the views they take of them. And if you look at what I spoke on being duty focused, if you're disturbed by your duty because of something you view, that's different than the way society views it. You know, maybe they view it in a positive light, but you're disturbed by that. Maybe you should change that. You know, if that's something that bothers you at the core, society doesn't matter as much in that instance. You you have to live and, and again, confide in your actions. So wouldn't you want to change that environment? Wouldn't you want to make that more positive? And that's that's the root of stoicism that I see between these two that, that definitely pulls me in more than something as conceptually in the middle as deontology because from the, from the surface of, of looking into it fresh today, again, I just discovered deontology and I'm not pretending I'm a, a well-versed in, in the, the matter, but there is at least from the, the surface level, just having a focus on duty, that's not enough. You have to have a balance and, Stoicism provides you with that balance, I believe, to help encompass the role of a solutionary person, the role of someone trying to seek a better development, a better solution for both uh, either society or or in themselves to, to better their leadership, to better their confidence, better their temperance um, or courage. You know, it's it's all on the road towards progression and personal success rather than dutiful purpose and moral objection to serve as a core component to a not necessarily deserving top man, top piece at times. It's hard to say that all actions dictated by governments or or politics have have ever been truly fair. to all parties involved it's it's just something we know you know in society it's it's hard to find equal footing because the equal footing has never truly been been a reasonable thing to consider there's there's always some degree in in every civilization a difference between cultures between social classes so um whether or not that's personal or not it's uh, in in all cases, it, it it is a factor that 
a lot of our ancestors and, and a lot of modern day societies live through, you know, and, and are affected by. Even in the United States, there's a difference in, in state to state environments. This is also a very well known thing. You know, it's so it's it's interesting to see the contrasting thought process even back in uh, ancient Greece. And moving from that point, I actually want to invite Cosmar to talk on his point. Hello. Yeah. I'm I'm more into the philosophy of life and death. Uh, it's a very interesting concept because it, it has its own meaning with people. How do you live your life? You live by the book of goes back to your kind of your point. Do you live by the laws of what man's put down or the man by religion? So it's it's kind of one of those. It's an intertwined kind of thing. It just depends on where it comes from. But everybody fears death. Very few people don't. My, my quote from uh, Mark Twain, the fear of death follows from the fear of life. A man who has lived fully is prepared to die at any moment or any time. My bad. And there's a quote from Gandhi. It's live like you, uh, you're going to die tomorrow, but learn like you're going to live forever. You know, so it's, there's so, because you can't have life without death. It's, it's kind of a balance thing. It's a yin and yang thing. So. I know what you're saying, but it, it's always been hard for me to relate to some of those big ideas such as portrayed by, by Gandhi and that statement. Where, you know, or even Steve Jobs had something similar where, like, you know, you, you never know how much time you have, so to speak. And, yeah. And, and of course, that's true. But it, it's hard to conceptualize, to really gather a relatable context to scale sometimes where where your action really fits into your lifestyle and how those two correlate into something that's sustainable to actually make a difference in your day-to-day -day life. Like that's, that's the part I like about stoicism is you can read and, and discover these moments. Like when Marcus Aurelius talks meditations on his, uh -huh. um, you know, on, on humorous points, but because he was writing to himself, you know, something, something to, to keep his, his mind uh, on top of these things. Even if it was to relay some humor, it was for a purpose. It was, yeah. it was, uh, for the, for the greater good, so to speak of what he was trying to accomplish in his duties and his balance routine, just to add context, like he was emperor of Rome. So yeah. he was definitely going through life and death situations, going through civil war, going through plague, scary things. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like any, with anything, it's like. You can't have death without life, and you can't have life without death. So, and people like love life because it's a kind of a beautiful lie in a way, if you think about it. But it's also death this is the truth that no one wants to face because we all die at some point. It's just a matter of when. Now, what do you mean by a beautiful lie? Life being a beautiful lie. I'm curious well, in what context is it a lie? 
Well, if you think... It's not really like a beautiful lie. It's just kind of a quote that I don't remember who it was by. So, you know... I would say... you Well, no, and I totally understand that. I would almost further that quote personally and say life is full of beautiful lies. Because it, it well, is... Like, life is very real. <laughs> you know, let, let's Well, and I'm not saying that it isn't. You know no, what I mean? No, no, no. And I'm not trying to argue you on that point, but philosophically speaking, that person who said that quote, they, they were close to something that really hits home, you know? Yeah. Um, but But if you think about just how innovative things are over the times, how much things have changed. It's like, that's the one thing that, that uh, couldn't be further from the truth is, is life being a lie. Like, like life well, is all it, around us and, and micro microorganisms and things. And again, not to bash on your point. It's just, um, it's interesting to see how much, of a difference a few words can make to something to a meaning yeah yeah like and i understand that there's more to life than just it's and i know life isn't a lot but it's the beautiful lie that uh in a way if you think about it it's it's you know every day you know you wake up you can play video games or pet your animals go to work you know those in a way Yes, you're living life, but at the same time, that's a lie in itself because you're not truly living. You're just going from day-to-day activities. If you were truly living life, you would be doing the things that you love to do. Well, that see, is, that's the catch is, is knowing whether or not that person truly loves those things. Only the person living within themselves can can fully know if if their heart's in the right place yeah so that's that's why i said that quote can be interpreted in so many ways that's like philosophy in itself you know absolutely this discussion proves that and i love that you brought it up that was a great quote you know because for me you know playing video games and doing the dnd stuff on your server that's stuff that i love that's how i fulfill my life as well as help other people Outside of the Discord, that's how I get enjoyment and fulfillment in my life. That's stuff that I enjoy. Now, if I go out and I work on a car, I don't really enjoy that. So to me, that would be a beautiful lie because I'm kind of lying to myself that I'm that I enjoy that when I really don't. So it's kind of one of those. It's a matter of interpretation. And also two-edged sword because did yeah. you know? Of course, life is going to have moments we 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 don't want to live through, yeah. we don't want to experience, and I'm sure we we can all find something to relate on that front, um, to a to a degree. You know, losing a loved one or getting sick. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure many of us would rather be in health, um, than ever be sick. So, yeah, I I totally see the the interpretation, the perspective, and. And yeah, I mean, again, that's the, that's the whole point. Uh, the, even if it's not written to a higher refined degree, it doesn't mean there's any less value intrinsically from the statement. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fact that it creates discussion is exactly what embodies 
the true unique power and individuality that philosophy can help people obtain within their lives. And like in the second part of the quote, you know, death being the painful truth, because at the end of the day, we do die. Death is inevitable. So we try to live a life that isn't always for ourselves. So, in a, you know, which can make it into a beautiful lie, you know? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying from a social aspect, like, like the bigger picture of things. Yeah. So it's like, it's a very take it as you will kind of quote and interpret it in your own way. Sure. And have a have a civil discussion about the how you feel that, about that quote. No, I I think that's very well put, Cosmar, and and honestly, this this is a great little excerpt. We we just got to the twenty minute marker. I think this is a great place to tie it off. We just wanted to bring you some some fun philosophical discussion and well, we were feeling inspired, and and this is going to be a ongoing trend. I hope to do these, you know, at least personally on a weekly basis, at least once, once a week. Again, it might just be me. It might be other people. It might be a party of people on here. You never know what to expect. And I will promise you to expect the unexpected with my you, content. Uh, heck, <laughs> I may, I may make a, another guest appearance. Who knows? I may be a reoccurring person. We never Absolutely. know. Absolutely. No, I, I want this to be something where we can connect with the viewers and the audience. And if there's any suggestions on philosophical discussion or quotes that you'd like us to, to break down and interpret, I'd be more than happy to look into those. So just drop your drop your ideas below and, and our contacts. And I will keep my eyes peeled for any information along the pipeline. Thank you guys. And this has been the World Networking Podcast Philosophical Detour. Hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, have a good night, guys.